Hello, I am AA-23, the official droid of Ashla Analysis. Keep your concentration here and now where it belongs. This is it. Everybody quiet. Follow me, boys. Got the dark side and the light side. One is selfless, one is selfish. You want to keep them in balance. I'm a Jedi, like my father before me. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. That's not how the Force works. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? Allow me to introduce our instructors in the Force, Master Eric and Master Rachel. Hello, universe! It is that time again, your favorite time of the month, when we go over Ashla analysis. It's our favorite one, Eric. Breaking down the force, teaching people stuff, learning stuff ourselves. I know, that's what's so great about this show, because like, to prepare for it, we have to do a bunch of research so we know exactly what we're talking about, and... I feel like we're we're Star Wars experts, but even we are learning things every time Agreed. we do a show. You know, I say it's my favorite one, but I may be a little bit biased. But I also enjoy all the toys and the book talk and you know, I can't I can't say that. The whole twin mm-hmm. sons outpost, you know what I mean? Like I it's I'm gonna all say good. I do like them all. It's all good. Um I do have to say though, I am getting pretty excited as we're talking about different force powers because as you know, many of these align with the light side, and you like to scare me with some of the dark side ones, but today's <laughs> is generally a light side force power, and we're talking about force heal. Yes. As we talk about force heal, like you said, Rachel, it is definitely a light side thing, and you know, I, I kept trying to think, like, what is the best comparison that I have for the dark side, and there really isn't anything that I can point my finger and say this is sort of like force heal but for the dark side you think about some of the characters like maul who have endured some crazy some crazy uh injuries um he just i mean they live off their hate their hate kind of drives them to continue to go on it's not like they you know just do force heal or anything like they live on their hate and you know pain is part of their drive as the dark side. That's a really good point because not only do we have uh, many dark side players that live on inexplicably uh, and perhaps when they shouldn't, sometimes some people just need to die, you know, (laughs) but but they do, they, they are drawing power from the force and their, their hate and and that, that power level. Um, And it does give them something kind of immortal, which is also creepy. I'm thinking about Savage oppressed as well, kind yeah. of being turned into something that he wasn't, you know. Yes, but those, we're uh, those those night sisters with their crazy magic. Yeah, I really don't like them. That's okay. I can. All like right. Them. You can like them. Let's turn it back. <laughs> I wanted to talk. I wanted to start talking about Force Heal, um, of course, with the ancient Jedi because they're the ones that learned first that the power of the force could be used to ease pain they figured out that they could heal wounds cure various afflictions and diseases and these healing arts as they were were effective on ordinary beings as well as the force users 
So it's pretty convenient all around. The Jedi healers of the time used their connection to the living force to save the lives of the dying and cure the infected. And at one point, some of these even oversaw the infirmary in the Jedi Temple. Yeah, that's really awesome. And you kind of think back to Plagueis, and I know we've talked about him before, but when you were talking about that, Rachel, you talked about save the lives of the dying and cure the infected. That's not really what Plagueis was doing. He was trying to essentially cheat death, bring people back to life, things like that, um, save people at the brink of, of, of dying. And so these, these um, you know, force heal powers from the Jedi really kind of operated in a different way. Um, and it's really cool that even though you're not a force user, even though that you don't have that ability or a ton of midichlorians or whatever it is, you can still benefit from the powers of the Jedi. Yeah, there is one version of a force heal that borders more towards what we're talking about as far as manipulation, um, but we'll get that to the, in a minute. But it also kind of leans towards that not everybody could really have this power. It wasn't like if you used the force or if you were in tune with the force that, oh, that means you can just heal things. It was definitely more like a talent, mm -hmm. um, sometimes a skill. Some people could kind of, you know, learn and practice and such, but as with you know music or art you might be able to teach somebody how to you know play the instrument or or uh use the paint but there's a difference between what they can do and the people that have the natural talent for it and so the same is with force powers some jedi might have this natural ability as a healer or other thing but it maybe not might not be common for you to see that right. with jedi healers right and if they do have the ability, it may not be to the, you know, the strength or, or the level right. that other Jedi might have uh, where it's their thing. Like, that is their thing with the Force. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of uh, going back and forth with some people the other day about Force Heal um, and about when it started and, and what it is and, and what exactly it means. Um, and despite what people think, Rachel, Force Heal has been a concept for a long time. This is not something that all totally. of a sudden Disney just threw in, come the Mandalorian with the child and then in the Rise of Skywalker. No, this is something that's been around for a while. And to get right down to where we've seen it, I kind of want to talk about what exactly it is. So it's a power that uses the Force to accelerate the natural healing process rapidly and could be used to heal the most fatal of wounds and injuries. Yes. Um, it's funny because I was thinking about Force Heal or Force Healing, mm -hmm. which it's you know been kind of described in, in both ways before, but... I also saw in one of these books, um, Jedi versus Sith, and I saw that some Jedi actually used a version of Force Heal, but the way they described it was a little bit different, and I thought it was really interesting because they said that they make themselves small. Hmm. And I had to, I had, yeah, I had to go back and read it, and I was like, okay, I don't think I've heard it described that way before. And what they were saying is that that's what it felt like in the force because they focused their force energy all the way down to the molecular level so that that way they could heal or grow new tissue or bone so is is it kind of like they're concentrating themselves so that they can yeah. you know sort of 
not physically become smaller, but just molecularly kind of with their, you know, force heal ability, regrow that tissue and stuff. Yeah. It's like that they focus instead of reaching out with your feelings and, and feeling the, you know, the world around you, it's almost like a meditation where you're focusing down direct and specifically all the way down to this, you know, molecule that you're trying to, you know, like you said, rapidly regenerate to heal or uh, in some cases, you know, to remove the sickness, that kind of a thing. So this was, this was one way of describing it that I thought kind of bordered, you know, what we were talking about earlier with Plagueis. Um, so really, yeah, really interesting. You know, about uh, four months ago, I cut my hand open doing the dishes, and this would have been nice to be able to do. Yeah, uh, I, I would have helped you out there, <laughs> <laughs> assuming I can do this. Um, the other thing is is that other Jedi were, were able to heal their target's physical wounds, but it came at a price of their own vitality. Hmm. So that's another version, another version of using this, right? Where, um, you know, uh, you'll read stories about some people that were able to, you know, heal and move on and, and, you know, did it so well that they were put on specific ships or, or areas to be able to, you know, help heal. Um, it happened in the Clone Wars where they had a healer at one point. And, but then we're also finding that sometimes people, the way that people heal it, it's, it's draining from themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and I I really like the way that we talked earlier about how only certain Jedi have it or, or certain uh, Jedi have the ability to become great at it. It's just like anything. You talk about Jedi mind tricks. Some are great and some are not so good. Um, <laughs> you talk about even, uh, you know, going back to Legends, Corrin Horn, uh, he was not very good at telekinesis. He was not very good at using the force to move objects. You think about Quinlan Voss. He had that special ability like Cal Kestis of psychometry, touch an item, mm-hmm. learn its history. Not every Jedi has that ability. Exactly. Um, and that is an explanation as to why, you know, we did not necessarily see a ton of force heal. You know, Luke gets nailed by the Wampa. Why didn't he use force heal? Well, because that wasn't a strength of Luke's, you know? Right. Um, plus he was just learning the ways of the force at that time. Plus he didn't finish his training. Yeah. Um, same thing with Kanan, right? He gets blinded. Could he have used force heal to bring back his sight? I don't know. The point is, you know, force heal is specific to some characters and not necessarily others. Um, but we have seen force heal a lot in Star Wars prior to the Disney buyout. And I was taking a look through some of the media and material that I have in the collection and I was uh, inventorying my books recently. There's a book, literally, MedStar 2, called Force Heal. It's a novel that was released in 2004 with Michael Reeves and Steve Perry as the authors and it features Barris Offee. Oh, I think I have that one too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually read that one, but I know that Barris is notorious for being able to use Force Heal. That's one of her special powers. Yeah, she used to use it on troopers, like not even other Jedi. So she was she was all about the healing. Yeah, and I know in a lot of the Star Wars miniatures game, uh, Obi Wan in two thousand four had uh, Force Heal. He was uh, in the first set called Rebel Storm. 
uh, he was able to use Force Heal. And if you ever played the Revenge of the Sith game, the original Xbox Revenge of the Sith game in 2005, one of my all-time favorites. I don't know. It's just, it was it was so it good. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember pushing down one of the joysticks, and Obi-Wan would heal himself. The little circles go around him and go, and, like, your health okay. would go up. <laughs> so the same you used to have force heal all the way back to Jedi Knight like the PC game you had force heal in that you had force heal in in Jedi Academy like the old games that's that's how you beat the game was because right. you were able to heal yourself right and so you know when we see it mostly now and we see it on screen we see it in the Mandalorian with the child we saw it in the Rise of Skywalker with Rey and Ben mm -hmm. you know so this is becoming more of a, a prevalent thing um but also actually we saw it we saw Qui-Gon do this so it wasn't that he was healing someone else but you know when he gets stopped and kneels and meditates as he's separated mm -hmm. from all waiting to to fight him at that point, if you read the book, it says that he sits and meditates and is focusing, trying to heal and regenerate regenerate for the fight he knows is about to happen. Right. And Qui-Gon is, is an awesome, super powerful Jedi, so that was yeah. cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so, okay, remember, since how we started talking about the child, and, you know, I can't resist that. Mm -hmm. But remember when he was healing, how he passed out? Yeah. <laughs> from yeah. from the strain. Just a little well, baby passing out. <laughs> well, and it just wasn't that, you know, it was so strenuous because he's so tiny. But also, it, it could be that it's draining from him, right? We talked about that a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anytime you use the force, uh, anything, I mean, whether it be jumping, running really fast, whatever, you are using it, you are using up energy um to do this and force heal i mean almost more than any other force power i mean we see it with with uh ben in um the rise of skywalker with ray yeah um you know giving up his life for ray to go on pouring everything into that i mean this is something that literally you know you are going to use up a ton of strength for this power yeah i mean even even ray kind of gave us a, a nice simple explanation of it when she healed the you know um sand snake monster and <laughs> <laughs> she said i just i just transferred a bit of life force energy from me to him you'd have done the same you know yep yeah but as she's rubbing her hand right and that's what i love about reading the books the the sand snake monster the vexus um through the rise of skywalker book it describes what's going on more so in detail with the ability of force heal um and if you want to check this out on your own on page 93 and 94 of the hardcover copy of this book it says her breath came fast her very bones ached with weariness and unaccountably her hand stung healing the vexus had felt so normal and natural and right but it had cost her yeah like that's crazy it, it's almost like in order to transfer that living force energy you have to take away the dark part of it mm -hmm. at least in this scenario um okay well so we could talk about kylo uh and ray because there's a couple of those but 
um, the same thing. Thank you for the pages of the book, but it's uh, page 173 and 74. Same thing, Rise of Skywalker book. But this is when Rey and Kylo are fighting, uh, you know, on the wreckage of uh, the Death Star. And it says, Rey drew on everything around her. So much life in the violent ocean, but mostly she drew on herself and she gave. The healing had exhausted her and she was unsteady on her feet as she ran toward the TIE fighter parked on the wreckage. And of course, this is after she heals Kylo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, unsteady on her feet and, you know, exa- being exhausted. And I remember reading um, this book and just having a better idea of how much that really affected her. Um, and yeah, because, you know, it might not, you might not feel that with all the other things that are happening during that scene. Right. And so it's kind of, yeah, kind of nice to know that, like, something really crazy was happening. And, it, you know, it wasn't just a, like, okay, well, you're fixed. Bye. Right. Done. Okay, next. <laughs> Okay, um, next, yeah. Yeah, and, it, you know, we'll talk about this uh, on a different episode, um, a, you know, with them being the dyad, Ray and Ben being a dyad in the Force, you know, one heals, the other heals, and in the Rise of Skywalker book, uh, at the end of it, we talk a little bit uh, on page 238, we hear about Ben pouring everything into her. He found reservoirs he didn't even know he had. He gave her his whole self, and he sacrificed everything for her. So it kind of goes in the other way. I mean, we see what happened to Ben. He gets launched off that cliff, and then, you mm-hmm. know, Ray just kind of collapses, and, and he goes and, and um, you know, whether whether that's something that you enjoyed about the movie or did not or, or whatever, I mean, he gave up himself for her, and obviously that was a major cost. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Man, so that got me thinking. There's something similar. It's not exactly the same, but a a different version of this that we saw with the daughter, you know, in the Mortis episodes from Mm, the Clone Wars. Yep. Right? And so she takes takes the stab of the knife uh, for the father, saving him. But then she, the daughter knows that she's going to die and says, you know, transfer what's left of my life Mm -hmm. over for Ahsoka. And so it wasn't wasn't that she, you know, leaned over and, and used the force and, and to heal Ahsoka and transfer it to her. But, uh, you know, she she said, take mine. Right. And, and it was by proxy. And so that's another interesting way to look at this, actually. Yeah. And just with that finger toward her, that was that was such a cool scene. You could see the light coming out and everything just visually. That was amazing. That um, whole arc is my, one of my favorites. Oh, it, it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm a huge gamer, and I know we talked a little bit about some of the things as far as Force Heal in, you know, gaming. Um, but in the Star Wars Miniatures game, when we talk about, you know, being able to Force Heal and how that comes at a cost, literally in the game, you have to spend your Force Points to heal. And you can heal yourself, you can heal another character, but you have to literally deduct your own Force Points, which is a cost, to do that ability. So um, I think it's a great representation of how the Force works, uh, even in game form. And and it's kind of, well, I guess it's not always been that way, but that's kind of been like a thing that you're assuming you're going to have to trade something off if you're Mm -hmm. you're going to be gaining something from it. Right. Um, So, okay. We've talked a lot about this sort of talent 
of, of a force power. Um, but there's also one, one odd piece that kind of fits into this. And I ran across it when I was looking at stuff about the sacred Jedi texts, because you know how much I love those. There's oh, yeah. so, so much stuff in there. I can't wait to find. Um, but one of them, it's that Chronicles one, the, the Chronicles of Bresboom. In that book, they spoke of an alternate version of forced healing. And not that we know a whole lot about it, but we've heard it referenced before. And it's referring to damaging or healing a damaged kyber crystal. And huh. funny that it's a version of forced heal or it's, or it's you know, referenced as a, a sort of healing um, but that's actually how Ray was able to heal the crystal in Luke's saber that was damaged in the Battle of Crate. I was wondering about that, how that worked. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, it looked pretty pretty smoked after right, it shattered. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So there's, there's other avenues uh, that this could be used, I suppose, that maybe we haven't explored yet. Um, but interesting, and I guess maybe it goes back to that way of a talent right like you might be able to transfer and not really have so much affecting you might transfer and and use all the reservoirs you have and it really take away from you mm-hmm. um or or you know you might be able to focus things down to a, a whole different level um when we were talking about the molecular levels so it's super interesting but it also kind of makes sense because Anytime we're talking about the Force, whatever episode we're on, whatever book we're pulling from, whatever memory you and I are going back and forth about, the Force isn't this black and white thing. Right. And that, that's that's kind of ironic to say, since how we're always playing dark and light, but <laughs> yeah. there's so much in between. And there's not just one way to do things. Um, I ran across a quote just from uh, an unknown Jedi healer, but I thought it was really awesome because it said that Bakta can heal the body, but the Force can heal the soul. That's that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. talking about the light side and the dark side and how, you know, the a lot of the dark side characters just survive off their hate. I mean, you know, we, we see what happened to Vader, just being flambéed mm-hmm. and and you know becoming a, a a fried Anakin, you know, um, he we see him in in Rogue One in a back to tank, you know, trying to heal himself. Yep. He's got to constantly do that, and so many of his his organs and and things like that have been destroyed, and so that's even with him. I mean, yeah, back to heals the body, but the Force will heal the soul. I mean that's such a great quote and like you were talking about you can't just put the force in a box like there's there's no black and white some characters have it some characters don't there's something different there's something evolving with the force it's constantly changing and i'm excited to see where it goes me too there's so many so many more ways and and so many more depths of things for for understanding but i i especially love when we can find something like this uh, a quote like this or something that can relate to our universe as well, right? We may not be force users on our world, um, but we can we can definitely take these concepts and apply them and use the something like this to where, you know, maybe we're not always on the everyday healing someone else or, or, or always, you know, thinking to 
help someone do something better. But at the same time, if we really slow down and try to put ourselves in other people's shoes and think about the bigger picture, we can maybe actually do some real good. Yep. And like you were talking about with Qui-Gon with his little kneeling meditation kind of, you know, regain some strength. I mean, do what's what's best for you guys. If you, you know, yoga is that mental health healing for you, that's great. Or if it's just even meditating, um, whatever works. Yeah. So just got to find what, what's good with you. Um, unfortunately, Agreed. Bacta does not exist in our, our universe either, sadly. We got to get on that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, Rachel and I do know a ton about Star Wars, but when it comes to in-depth discussions on things like Force Heal, we want to get information from the experts. And so on this podcast, our references were The Rise of Skywalker Novelization by Ray Carson, Jedi vs. Sith, The Essential Guide to the Force, Star Wars Wiki, and Wikipedia. Rachel... We do this show once a month, which means we're coming up on November, and what are we going to be talking about for November? Yes, so I figured, and you can tell me if you feel differently, uh, but since we were talking about Force Powers, um, and the next closest thing that I could think of that worked right on next down the line to Force Heal would be Force Sense. Nice. That's such a good one. Again, yeah. another power I wish I could have. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm line them up <laughs> on the list here. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that would be kind of a cool thing to go over um, since we kind of started delving uh, along this path. So, yeah, let's talk about Force Sense next time. We talked a little bit about Force Heal in video games and in gaming, and Force Sense is another one that is very vital in games all star wars games as well as the movies and books so i'm excited to talk about that one as well yes awesome the planet dak more widely known as mon calamari is a place with the dreamlike glow seen as soon as you enter the atmosphere and reflected in the endless mesmerizing oceans of this beautiful aquatic world Lush coral reefs and maze-like kelp forests are captured by artists from around the galaxy who want to preserve the intense colors of the Mon Cala Seas. Start your exploration at the famous shipyards where many starliners, voyager ships, and the famous Mon Calamari cruisers were built. Visit the floating coral city when the twin suns are high to see the elaborate aquatic metropolis reflecting in the waters around it and then have dinner under the stars and see at the underwater half of the dual city, the coral depths. Telepathic Moapa delicately glow in the distance everywhere you turn and the Walladon, once almost extinct, will sing song you to sleep as you relax in any of the luxury hotels found both above and below the surface. The crystal-colored waters are kept clean by the schools of flifferfish, which make finding your way to the infamous sunken cove almost as clear as the water itself. There you will find the mollusks who maintain a history of every event that has ever transpired in these waters. Ask about events of the past or hear how you've been written into the planet's own history. On Mon Calamara, we say, dive in and be a part of the majesty. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 21 of Ashla Analysis. And for everybody here at Twin Suns, we'll see you in November talking all about Force Sense. And as always, may the Force be with you. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Twin Suns Podcast Network. May the Force be with you.